Hey, hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your host, Rose Carraway. Big Daddy is here, but he's out doing some some bag work right now. So um, it's just you and me, and I thought I would kind of shake things up a little differently. We are doing a Dreamtime episode, but I went ahead this weekend, this Super Bowl weekend, and turned a dream into the story that I've got before me right now that I'd love to read to you guys. So without further ado, let's get to the dream that I had on January 17th, 2019. I have titled it Rue and the Minotaurs. And just FYI, it plays a little bit with non-consent. All right, here we go. It's all pleasurable though. There's Big Daddy, you guys. Listen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Get it, Big Daddy. (laughs) All right, you guys. Here is Rue and the Minotaurs. Rue stumbled through the darkness as the Minotaurs dragged her by chained wrists to the Crone Queen's throne room. Several feet ahead of them, in the narrow, limestone hallway, another, taller, more thickly-maned hybrid hauled the man Rue had recently fucked. Her humiliation was made worse by the cold and sticky comb that stained her thighs. The man had just finished coming so magnificently inside of her when the bedchamber's door came crashing in. The minotaurs were silent, hulking beasts, half man, half bull, except for their heavy breaths and hoof-laden steps. They effortlessly navigated the castle's secret tunnel system. Now and again, however, one of the beasts' horns would scrape against the limestone walls, and Rue's naked, sweat-stained body would erupt in fresh goosebumps. Candlelight burst into the hallway when a door was suddenly shoved open by the lead minotaur. He dragged the man through the entrance, and then it was Rue's turn. She knew how eager they were, but yelped anyway when her behemoth captors yanked her chains more roughly than was necessary. Once in the throne room, Rue breathed a little easier, despite how much she hated this part of the castle. It had always been too eerily quiet and so cavernous a space, all too suitable for the mighty crone queen. Firelight danced over half of the queen's skeletal face, and Rue flinched to see how ghastly-looking she'd let herself become after such a short amount of time, a powerful reminder of just how serious a crime she had committed. Betray the queen, and the crone would come for you. One of the minotaurs took possession of her chains and yanked Rue too roughly again, and again she stumbled, this time towards the high steps of the crone queen's stone-carved dais. The beast removed her chains, and Rue rubbed her sore wrists and breathed a small sigh of relief. For now, only the large black eyes of the two beasts took measure of her diminutive, vulnerable body. 
Rue glanced toward the throne and noticed Dally. The pretty young woman had finally gotten what she wanted most. Dally sat, regal-like, next to the crone queen's bare, ghostly white feet, as though she'd done so for a hundred years. And she leered down at Rue, proudly stroking her new, glowing gold clit chain. Dally had always basked in the attention of the queen, and it reminded Rue of how, several years ago, she'd done the same thing. Rue looked away now, however, committed to controlling her destiny, no matter the consequences, she reminded herself, with as much conviction as she could manage, with two minotaurs breathing down her neck. A life worth living was one where she was in charge of her orgasms. The crone queen's milky gaze slowly looked upon Rue, and long-ingrained instinct brought her automatically down onto her knees. Silently, the queen raised her pale, emaciated hand, then flicked her bony wrist. Another gold chain slowly emerged from beneath the queen's red, wispy gown. Every link pulsed with power as it snaked tentatively into the open air, searching. Then it bowed its tiny shackle head slightly downward, seeming to recognize that its owner was just a few steps away. Rue shivered as the small gold shackle unlatched itself in preparation. Every clit chain was magically birthed from the more impressive shackle secured around the queen's massive clit. And though her impressive anatomy was nearly as big as a man's penis, the crone queen neither received nor gave penetrative sex. She never would. Her slaves were meant to be pure. The crone queen demanded absolute submissiveness, and slaves forever served for her pleasure alone. But unlike the other, more complacent slaves, Rue needed cock. She'd craved it since she'd come of age. Rue's body was built for cock. And the man who had given her his less than an hour ago had done so quite well. Rue hadn't been disappointed in the least. The whole experience had had a galvanizing effect. She knew that she could never serve as the crone queen's clit slave ever again. She should have known that the man would have been brought to the throne room to be punished for her crime, too. One of the minotaurs shoved her head down until her cheek bruised against the royal dais's hard, damp steps. He pinned her that way so that she had no choice but to watch what happened next. The bigger minotaur, who dragged the man here, didn't waste time. He violently stripped the man of his loose-fitting shirt. Rue felt the urge to resist, to fight for him, but she was powerless against the hairy, hot-skinned behemoth holding her down. Miserably, she tried to prepare for what was to come. The poor man. He didn't seem so powerful anymore. Now he recoiled, seemed to shrink into himself. He trembled against the imposing closeness of the towering minotaur. The queen's soldiers were renowned for their brutality and wide-varying appetites. 
The beast breathed heavily. Rue could already see his pendulous cock beginning to rise. The minotaur sniffed the man, then clomped and scraped a hoof over the old limestone floor. It was a chilling sound, but exhilarating, too. Despite her current predicament, Rue's pussy grew defiantly wet. The crone queen ordered the big minotaur to secure the man's arms above his head with the chains that hung from the vaulted ceiling. The man whimpered at this, but Rue remained brave. She tried to convey that he should be brave too, but the man didn't seem to see her anymore, and it felt like such a shame. He had fucked her so boldly before. The eager minotaur ripped away the man's pants next, and Rue was shocked to see that her virgin's blood still stained the man's cock. The minotaur made a show of thudding his thick, vascular organ against the man's lower back, and then he teased his bulbous, already dripping cockhead along the seam of the man's buttocks. It was an enormous phallus, and Rue couldn't help but wonder if the man would resist, though she knew it would be a pointless endeavor. <laughs> the crone queen signaled again, and the two minotaurs hoisted Rue onto her feet. She wanted to know why Rue had run away. Why did she betray her queen by fucking this craven man? Rue met the crone queen's withered, milky-eyed stare. The gold clit chain, with its tiny shackle of a head, inched towards the steps of the dais. Rue pulled her chin from the minotaur's talent grip and said, Because without your mask, you are hideous. You repulse me. The queen laughed, a bone-dry, ancient sound. She rose to her feet and the floating gold chain was all too eager to descend the dais steps with her. With a skeletal smile, the queen said, But Rue, we all wear masks. Another slave quickly stepped from the shadows, carrying a tall mirror. Without a word, he descended the steps of the dais ahead of the queen, then held the mirror in front of Rue, who was immediately confused. When the queen arrived at the last step, she stood before Rue, tall and motionless as a marble statue. The clit chain with its shackle head patiently held itself suspended in the air. Rue glanced at the mirror, and the reflection of her green eyes opened wide with horror. She saw a burned face, grotesquely scarred on the right side, and that an ear was missing. She screamed, What have you done? The queen laughed again, a croak of sound that echoed throughout the vast throne room. You've become so spoiled, Rue, so ungrateful, so forgetful. Rue sobbed, but then some memory shook free in her mind. She remembered. A fire? she asked. Yes, the queen said, and for the first time, Rue thought she saw a glint of life flash within that milky stare. The clit chain inched its way closer. Someone pulled me from it. The minotaurs! Rue's throat tightened as she also recalled all the smoke. The crown queen nodded, 
Powerful as they are, dear one, they can only do so much. You should have left me to die, Ruse said, nearing hysterics. Oh, darling, I plan to. With another flick of her wrist, the burn scars in the mirror miraculously disappeared. Rue's ear returned. Her hands flew to her face, and Rue felt smooth skin. She was herself again. Relief was slow to come, but it washed over her nonetheless. I'm sorry, Rue screamed then. I'll never betray you again. I swear, please, I cannot see that ever again. Of course you won't, my pet. You've committed the ultimate sin. You are impure now and unforgivable. The crone queen lifted the translucent layers of her red, wispy gown, and the gold chain extended forth, whip-like. Rue screamed as the end of it, the cuff clasped once again around her large clit. The penalty is death. The queen's paper-thin eyelids had closed. Her gaunt face relaxed like she'd just sipped warm, soothing tea. You will give me your last breath, Rue, and there will be no mercy. The man's chains rattled, and Rue looked to her right. The minotaur there was fully erect now, and she could only watch as his long, wet tongue lolled outward to lick and probe the man's anus. One of his big hands grabbed a handful of the man's long, wavy brown hair, and the other his narrow hip. The man winced against the laving of the minotaur, but his legs unmistakably moved wider, despite his fearful expression. Rue's minotaurs waited for the crone queen's following instructions. Once seated on her throne again, the queen spread her bony thighs wide. She took Dally's shorter chain in one hand and Rue's much longer one in the other. A hot connection ignited, and both clit chains glowed brightly. Rue gasped and shuddered from the resulting orgasm. An unexpected jolt like that used to excite her, but now she felt robbed from her very soul. The minotaurs moved in closer to her. They brought their heads low and sniffed Rue's asshole, then her cunt, and then their fat tongues lolled from their mouths as well. They tasted her skin. A low, masculine grunt of pain cut through the erotic din that buzzed now inside Rue's head. She swallowed thickly, then looked over to see the man's head whip back as the minotaur thrust in and out of him. The man tried to pull himself up the chains, but the minotaur held him in place. One of Rue's minotaurs suckled her breast and then slathered its hardening nipple with spit. The gold ring that looped through his septum occasionally brushed against her skin. The other minotaur pulled Rue's hips back and then shoved her down onto her hands and knees. One minotaur's cock throbbed massively before her, and the heat of it enticed her. The other cock was dragged against her anus, and the resulting sensation made Rue's heartbeat quicken. 
Now the queen tugged her clit chain. She knew precisely how to bring Rue's primal nature to the forefront. Rue opened her mouth to tell the crone queen to stop, but the heavy prick filled it before a sound could escape. Rue gagged, tried to suckle the way she had been taught, but could only gag again. It had been a long time since she'd received punishment from the minotaurs. The man alternated screams and grunting sounds as the larger minotaur subjugated him repeatedly. Though her head buzzed and her jaw ached, Rue could feel Dally's orgasms through the rhythmic tension connecting her to the crone queen. They all fed the body and the ego of the mighty queen. Nearly out of breath, Rue's lungs burned, but she sucked through the discomfort and pain. As best she could, she braced her small body between the intrusion of the powerful fucking minotaurs. She clawed at the stone steps beneath her, and with every orgasmic tug the crone queen gave, Rue orgasmed, and her clit swelled. It grew longer. Her muffled feminine grunts added to the cacophony throughout the throne room. She heard the crone queen's chuckle. It was a warmer sound now, and Rue vaguely realized that her mouth was no longer full of cock. Grateful for the slight reprieve, she glimpsed up toward the queen and saw that their orgasms had begun to do their trick. The queen's body was in the process of reclaiming its youthful glow. Her knees and palms scraped against the limestone, but she didn't care as the minotaurs took turns using her body, her holes. Rue knew that she had to keep going, keep building. She had to revive the queen before she could deplete her. She opened her mouth wide, forgetting which minotaur was which, but now the clit chain pulled painfully. Rue's body tensed and her clit pulsed with yet another orgasm. As pleasurable sounds came from the man, Rue knew it wouldn't last. Men never lasted. The big minotaur huffed and snorted and scraped its hooves with impressive fortitude. The oversized organ that pumped into her mouth suddenly stilled and erupted, drowning out the sounds of the wailing man. She gurgled, choked, and swallowed the beast's hot milky cum until the minotaur finally withdrew. Catching her breath, Rue admired the way his massive ribcage and chest heaved afterward. The crone had withdrawn, and now the queen looked beautiful again. Her white hair had returned to its more natural raven-black luster. She was a goddess with a vulpine smile that Rue now hated. She looked away and gritted her teeth against the complex rhythm, starting up again from the minotaurs, humping into her. Three successive tugs of the clit chain, however, and light flashed across Rue's vision as a torrential orgasm felt ripped from her body. The man's voice grew weak. And after Rue had swallowed yet another load of minotaur cum, she looked over to see a vast network of cum rivulets running down the man's shaking, athletic legs. His hands had gone an alarming purple, as his weight was no longer supported by the big minotaur's cock. 
They both breathed heavily, but his beast wasn't finished yet. With impressive strength, the big minotaur ripped the man's chains from the ceiling, and the man and the chains came crashing to the floor in a puddle. The minotaur turned the limp man's body around. The man looked up, opened his weakened mouth obediently, and sucked the beast in. Rue sucked off her minotaur, too, but like the man, she was growing weak as well. The other beast was readying himself for another round with her pussy. Rue brought her hands up to compensate with manual stimulation, though she could hardly feel her muscles work. Her body's energy was giving out, but an image of the crone flashed in her mind, and she rallied herself. She called upon her body's reserves to keep going. She had to. There was no other way. She gripped the minotaur's shaft with all the strength she had and shoved his hard meat upwards so that she could take both his heavy, hanging, hairy balls into her mouth instead. No minotaur could resist this move, and Rue took full advantage. Echoes of the man coming and the minotaur's grunting combined with the queen's animalistic sounds of pleasure as she drained Rue during another clit-tugging, body-wracking orgasm. Caught up in satisfying her minotaurs, Rue's mind went a little fuzzy. She began to think that perhaps she was already dead, that this was her hell. Her knees had gone numb long ago. Her face and throat were coated with cum, and her asshole spasmed around the heavy-breathing minotaur behind her. All she had to do was survive this unrelenting euphoria. The clit chain grew hot, and then hotter. With every orgasm the crone queen ripped from her, Rue still presented herself, her asshole, the gaping hole of her cunt. She sucked and stroked and swallowed continuously, because this was the power of her rebellion. And in that moment, Rue understood that the crone queen would not beat her, that she had siphoned her very last orgasm. The clit chain vibrated, but Rue no longer felt the necessary tugs. There were no cruel yanks meant to usurp her pleasure. The orgasmic energy that had only ever flowed in one direction stalled and reversed. And the two minotaurs, the one in her mouth and the one in her cunt, bellowed. And they came and bellowed again. Rue swallowed one down and tightened her cunt around the other. And then the big minotaur, the man's minotaur, came to her. The queen stood up, her face twisted in rage. No! She screamed and then tried to pull Rue's long clit chain, but found that it was unresponsive to her power. She tried Dally's next and discovered it wouldn't budge either. The crown queen stood dumbly, her regal eyes dimmed and grew sickly white. Sputtering cum, Rue dizzily moved into action. She kept her clit chain out of the way and grabbed the horns of one of her minotaurs. She pulled him down onto the limestone as one would a disobedient dog, and then she quickly mounted him. She grabbed the hanging cock of the other and guided him behind her. 
Then, intoxicated by determination, Rue signaled the biggest beast, and he obeyed. She tried to put his cock in her mouth, but was only mildly successful. But that didn't matter now. Kindness had never been offered in the throne room before, and Rue called upon cruelty now to bring the crone queen down. She used the three beasts. They penetrated her, but she took the life energy from the crone queen with a ravenousness she'd never felt before. Shocks of orgasm lanced through her as she absorbed all of it. The crone queen seemed a well of life, and with the help of the minotaurs and even Dally's small orgasmic contributions, Rue took everything, until one after the other, the minotaurs fell away, spent. But Rue vibrated with the need for more, so much more. Her wild gaze fell upon the limp body of the man then, and her skin cooled. She remembered... Rue stood now, squeezed her eyes shut, clenched her jaw, and braced herself as she ascended the steps of the dais. She gripped the shortening clit chain determinedly, and with her very soul, she willed the power within the gold chain to abandon the crone. The withered queen screeched a horrible, demonic sound, but Rue held fast and continued up the limestone steps. Wave after wave of life power flowed into her body, and her clit swelled to surprising proportions. Scroll work began to appear on the shackle locked around her. The queen's eyes sank into their sockets like anemic raisins as all the life she'd stolen drained from her body. The skeletal structure of her became hunched and fragile. Dally screamed as Rue approached the throne. She tried to hide behind the queen's massive chair, but Rue wouldn't allow the young woman's clip chain to stretch any further. More and more, Rue drew orgasmic life power into herself, and a new potency burned through her veins. For the first time in her life, she felt formidable. The crone's long hair turned brittle white and fell from her skull in clumps onto the dais floor. She staggered forward and tried to reach for Rue, but her body crumbled into dust down the limestone steps before she could. The long shackle around her enormous clit landed on the stone with an ear-piercing clang. A savage sound erupted from Rue's throat next, and, like wolves hearing the call of their brethren, the minotaurs rose to their hooved feet and brayed toward the castle's vaulted ceiling, as though singing to all the kingdom that the crone queen was finally dead. Rue's clit tingled when Dally tried to remove her clit chain. She looked down at her cum-stained pussy and enlarged clit. The decorated cuff around it grew warm as Dally's chain detached from the dead queen's cuff and connected to Rue's instead. The other melted into the limestone, gone forever. The man, Aaron, never remembered the traumatic events of that day. Deep in her heart, 
Rue knew that it was because of the power of the gold ring around his cock. Aaron had also forgotten about their first night together, but that didn't upset Rue the way she would have expected. She enjoyed the way they occasionally played with the idea, both pretending that she was a naive virgin seeking him out because she wanted to finally know what a cock would feel like. Aaron loved it when they played that game, too, but his favorite game was when they brought the big minotaur into their bedchamber. The End All right, you guys, there you go. That was my dream turned into a story over this Super Bowl weekend titled Rue and the Minotaurs. I had that dream January 17th, 2019. I surely hope you guys enjoyed it. In fact, I hope you guys enjoyed Big Daddy's contribution. (laughs) Uh, Hey, support the show here. I'm just giving you guys free stories now. (laughs) Uh, Follow us on Twitter at the KMQ. Go to Audible and search Rose Caraway. You can find a whole bunch of audiobooks that I have narrated just for you. What are you in the mood for? I've narrated all kinds of stories and they are there. For your oral pleasure. All right, you guys. Love you. See you soon. Stupid fish.